Welcome to the Legacy Speaker Show. I am your host, and today's guest is Akila Tompkins-Robinson. She is an SEO strategist, tech founder, author, and speaker who has worked in IT for 17 years, y'all. And for the last six years, she's been helping businesses stand out, and we all need that. That's especially why she's been invited here. When I was first starting my speaking business, I didn't know what SEO is. Sometimes I still don't know, right? So we want to make sure that we get an expert's advice and, and learn from her today because as speakers, we need to amplify our brand in order to get the stages that we desire in person or virtual. So welcome to the show, Akila. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to speak with you guys about speaking and about SEO and how you can use what's online to leverage what you're trying to do on stage. Yes, absolutely. So I always love getting a little bit of background on why entrepreneurs and professionals do the work that they do. So tell us why SEO? But what so, led you here? <laughs> so a long story, but I won't go that long. Um, <laughs> but in short, I used to, back in college, I learned how to do web design. I used to freelance and good stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, in doing that, and I had my own blogs because it's like the thing to do, start a blog, you know? And so, um, but in doing that, I realized that one of the things that was missing, of course, was traffic. And even now people come and say like, oh, my website doesn't do this, or I'm not really, you know, I need to do a whole redesign. And I go and I look in their analytics and I'm like, you don't need a redesign. You just need to send people to the thing. (laughs) And that will help you to get the results that you're looking for. And so I learned, you know, SEO and this way of getting traffic that not only helps you to get the traffic, but also helps you to amplify your voice. And I realized, um, among other things, but I realized for our audiences, so for those who are like speakers, course creators, coaches, we are what I call knowledge-based business owners, where we sell our expertise, right? We are out there to share with people what we know, then you really want to get found for those things. You really want to be the one that people can find something about. You want to give them things that you can send to them, which we're going to talk about a little bit, but the more and more I've worked in this space and worked with people in this space, I'm like, this is so important for us, for us as women, for us as black women, like we need our voices out there and SEO is the way to do it. It's the way to be the thought leaders to share your thoughts. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And listen, we appreciate your gifts because when I think about SEO, I'm like, Lord, (laughs) Not today, but for those who are starting in the very beginning, right? Let's just define what that is. What is SEO? Okay, so SEO, search engine optimization, is pretty much making your site, and this is very important, your website, right? Making your site look good for Google. And um, that's my like my, my layman's term definition. There's a better one in, in the books, I know. <laughs> um, but my layman's term is making it look good for Google. And Google doesn't see like your pictures. They don't see your colors. They don't see the things that we visually spend a lot of time on. Instead, they see your content and your words and the things that you're you're speaking about or you're talking about on your site. And so what we want to do is make that look good so that Google sees it. And we want to make sure the things that we are talking about are the things that people are searching for. And so if our audience is searching for it, Google sees it, we put them together and we've got good SEO, right? We are now able to come up on the first page for those things and come up for when people, again, are looking for it, searching for it, need more information about it. We now become the solution to the, the, or the answers to the questions that they have. Yes. Yes. 
So, I mean, we all use search engines. We use Google, we may use YouTube, Pinterest. We want, right, when we put in that information for whatever it is that we're searching for to be at the top of that list. Absolutely. And so I love how you explained it. Because if we're looking to be an expert in our particular field, in our industry, when they're searching for a speaker that speaks on burnout or a speaker da 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 da, right? You want to make sure that you are showing up and can be easily reached by people that may not be in your current network. Mm-hmm. And that is making sure that you're looking at your business now in a full 360 view, other than just who you actually may be interacting face to face with. I love yeah. that. I love that. All right. So when it comes to SEO, though, I think, you know, for most speakers, their biggest concern is, you know, what is it that I say? And then what do I get paid? Right. Yes. <laughs> <Where's my> money, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so those are like the biggest ones that I often see where where could a speaker really start when it comes to really optimizing SEO? Because a lot of times they're like, where do I even begin? I have so much things on my plate. Where, where do you, where would you send your clients? So the, the first thing I usually do when getting started SEO is just the really basics of making sure the things that you say are actually on your site. So often I'll meet someone, even like an interview like this, you're asking me all these questions and I'll tell you all these things about my business. But the key for SEO is, are the things that I'm saying on my site? Right. I'll meet someone. They'll give me like 10, 15 minutes and I go on your site on your site. It's like a two minute read. Right. (laughs) That means something's missing there. So starting with that, because you are selling your expertise, you want to make sure that it's clearly um, identifiable, articulated and everything on your site. Second thing is to really understand your audience. And for speakers, you guys kind of have two audiences. You have your audience that is the audience that would come to a talk about your topic. So I've got a client who talks about confidence and um, gaining more confidence and through the word of God, like in church and stuff. And so, and she wants to be a speaker. So we've had these conversations a lot, right? Um, But so her main audience are the women who would come about the confidence and, and, um, you know, learning about how to gain more confidence and, and do the word of God. That's one part of her audience. But as a speaker, her audience is also those people who would be bringing in someone to have that discussion. So it could be the conference promoters. It could be your conference people who put together conferences, right? Or it could be if she does corporate, it could be the corporate entity. And so they're going to have two different things that they need. If if you're going to create for that core audience, and I would say for speakers do like one in one, like one week do this, one week do that. So that way you kind of build up this library of content. But one week you want to talk about these are the reasons why you need confidence. These are some like tips for confidence, that kind of stuff for that core audience who's looking for the confidence building. That way you become an expert in their mind and their thought leader. And so they're almost asking for you to be at events. And when they see your name, they're like, oh, I've been following her for years. And now I get to see her in person, right? The other side of the com- the, um, the content that you want to create are going to be things around how learning about this will help a greater good, right? Help a greater audience. So if it's for corporate, you want to do something maybe like how bringing in and, and teaching your employees or giving your your employees resources for confidence is going to help them to produce better um, and finish their projects faster. Or especially with now everything that's going on with everyone with the great resignation, it may, you know, increasing confidence is going to help them feel valued and stay longer. So whatever is important to that entity that's bringing you in, now you want to create some 
some content around that, right? So first thing I tell people is to start with, and you probably already talk about these things or know about these things, maybe shared about them on social, look for where you've already created and start bringing that stuff onto your site and making sure that you're hitting those two buckets. What does your audience look for? The, the pretty much the people who would become your fans or your followers, right? And then what are the people who want to get in front of and impress your audience? Those are the people that would be bringing you in for their event. So for speakers, it's a little bit of a nuance because you need to, to go after almost two audiences and two pieces of content buckets in your space. Woo. You hit the nail on the head. Cause that's so true. That is so true. And often that leaves people in a place where they're behind because when you think about it with, for speakers, a lot of us, we start off, we, you know, we're pitching ourselves, we're going out there, we're speaking, we're trying to get, you know, build a muscle when it comes to speaking, but that oftentimes what keeps us from moving to the next level of professional status is understanding that we are trying to attract event planners. We're trying to also become a thought leader in the lives of the audiences that we serve. And that means that everything needs to be aligned. Everything Absolutely. Our marketing assets need to be aligned. What we post on social needs to be aligned. People cannot find you if you aren't actually stating on a regular basis what it is that you do and who it is that you serve. And mm -hmm. I think it's so powerful the way that you broke that down because when it comes to speaking, there are hundreds, thousands of individuals who are often submitting for places to speak, who are often you know, being considered. And so how is it that we're going to get known for the work that we do? Well, we have to share it frequently and often, whether that be video, through what we're writing for our, our websites and what have you. So I really love that you share that. Yeah. And just one thing I want to add to that, because as we're talking about, and I, and I don't want it to be daunting to people, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. someone's like, oh my God, I got to create all this stuff. Yeah. One of the things, one of the things I love about SEO, I'm a little hashtag lazy, right? <laughs> right? I always say I'm a hashtag lazy blogger. I'm definitely hashtag lazy, right? Is that you only have to create some things once. You can, have, and that's the thing where I said building up your library of information, unlike social, where you got to keep doing it like every two, three months, repeating the same messages, because those things go away. When it comes to SEO, because everything's on your website and because search engines look at all of your website in its entirety, not just looking at your latest and greatest, right? They want to give people the greatest. They want to give people the answers to their questions. They don't care if you answered it this year, last year, or two years ago. As long as it's still relevant, then they're going to give the, they're going to give that searcher that result. So if you just start building this library, don't feel like, oh, I've got to create all this stuff and then I got to do it again and again and again. With SEO, you can create it once which is beautiful, right? And it's going to continue to live out there, you know, on your site in that fashion. And then what my teams do is that we then repurpose that to our social. So I don't even have to touch my social as much because they're now able to take my unique voice in my content and then make that into other things. So I just wanted to throw that out there for anyone who's starting to panic already <laughs> and thinking, <laughs> and thinking, oh my God, I got to create all these things is that the one, one beauty of it is that you are really building up a, a lot library or repository of your information and your content. So you don't have to necessarily say the same thing over and over again. You can add and add to it instead of trying to repeat yourself. Yes. I'm so glad you stated that because I, my next question was, you know, what are some of the myths 
you know, I think, I think there are some things that kind of hinder us and, and I'm, I'm very, very huge advocate for quick starting, starting, even though it may not be per perfect, just going out there and sharing, but it does come to a, a place in our own business that we need to be a little bit more strategic. So what are some other myths that may come up or maybe one or two that may come up that kind of prevent people from actually going down this route of really optimizing their SEO? So I would say um, two big myths, right? One, one's really quick right? and the other one's a little bit longer. But one of the first myths is that it's super technical. I'm, I've been in IT for lots and lots of years. I can code and all that stuff. This is one of the least technical things that I do, right? Yes, there are technical aspects of it, but now that people have things like Word, WordPress and um, Shopify for doing e-commerce, Squarespace, I don't recommend Wix. I'll tell you guys that now. Um, but now with things like WordPress and these, these CMS systems, they take a lot of the technical part out of it for us, which is beautiful. Thank you to them, right? Um, the other thing is that the technical part, while it's important, the content I feel is more important. Most people, you can have the most technically sound site. You can have an amazing, everything in the background set up exactly the way it should be. But if the right words aren't on your site, then you can't get found for them. So no matter what you do. So it's not as technical as most people think, right? And I don't want people to get scared away because they don't have all the technical pieces and, oh, I need to bring in the developer. You can definitely just get started with creating your content. Google sees your site regardless. Whether you do a whole lot of SEO or not, it sees something. The question is, what does it see, right? And where does it put you in the ranking amongst other people who have the same type of, type of content? So just starting there, just making sure you're saying the right words, the things people are looking for. That leads me to my second myth, which is about keywords. A lot of people think that SEO, for those who know a little bit about it, right? You probably heard about keywords and backlinks and some of the other buzzwords we use in the space, but we think that SEO starts with keywords. So people are like, I need to find a keyword and then, you know, magically SEO will appear, right? And it doesn't necessarily help that way. Like, yes, we do look for keywords and research keywords, but before we look at keywords and research keywords, we go back to some of the things I already said of looking at our audience, right? Looking at our audience and looking at our products. And in this case, your, your speaking is your product, but our product and how we're going to serve them. Those to me are more important than just jumping right into a keyword because that's going to stop you from going after keywords that aren't going to make sense to your business. It's also going to stop you from going after keywords that may be too broad for your business. I'm all about getting getting into the niche, right? What, what specific audience? I told you guys about my client who speaks to women who are um, in the Christian space and looking for confidence. That's real specific, right? Very specific. And we want that because when someone's searching, they search based on where they are now in their current space, right? I might say, you know, women with confidence and not see what I want. I might say Christians with confidence, not see what I want. I might just be like women who are Christians with confidence and like, boom, that's what I need, right? I'm going to search for based on where I am. So don't try to go too broad, but understanding that, understanding your audience and understanding how you help them and how they're going to look for this help, that's going to lead you to the keyword. So it doesn't start with the keyword that starts with your audience. Mm. So clarity, clarity is so important. Taking that time to get really clear on that. Cause I have heard that you just debunked a myth for me. <laughs> right now, right on the podcast. Um, because I thought like, all right, the keywords, I got to find the right keywords. I got to find them, you know, for me to be searchable. And that also helps me appreciate too, like, 
um, all of that work that I've put in over the years and my blog, it's still there. It's still there gathering, almost like even with having a podcast feed, all of this is searchable, searchable content that can help mm-hmm. people define you in your area of expertise. I really love that you shared that. Um, so I'm wondering now, like when it comes to SEO, right? Is it possible to do some of it on our own? When should a speaker look to really hire someone to help them with this aspect in their business? So that's a great question. I'm glad you had that. Um, (laughs) And I'll say, I'm going to say now for when SEO is listening, I'm going against the grain with this one because (laughs) I don't think, and this is partially why I teach and and help people as opposed to jumping in and just saying, oh, let me do it for you. I don't think, again, for our audience, for our speakers, coaches, course creators, if you sell sell your knowledge and your expertise, I feel like you should start your SEO on your own first because you need to understand back to our audience, our voice, where they need us, where that meets so that anyone you do hire you can communicate to that to them. If you have someone just coming in and trying to find keywords for you and coming in and trying to, you know, create content for you and that kind of thing, you're going to lose your voice. And then when you show up to an event and start speaking, there's going to be a disconnect there. So I feel like you really need to start that connection and start understanding what it is that makes the SEO work, what it is that makes it tick, you know, start understanding what are the things that are getting found as opposed to what are the things that are not getting found, you know, all those kind of things before you bring in someone. And that way, when you do bring in someone, A, you should have a little bit of traction. So they got a little bit less work to do, right? And B, you can clearly articulate, like, this is what my audience seems to be searching for. These are the things that I I know I'm already coming up for. I've already, like I said, got some of those basics set up. And so you can hire. I don't think you should never hire, but I don't think you should start with hiring. You should really start with understanding the things that makes your search work before bringing in someone else to that you want to bring them in to kind of supersize it not to like start it because you really need to start with your own voice and one of the things the kind of second part of your question how do you get started where do you start it especially if you're already speaking always open up for q a q a is the bomb section right <laughs> because if you're already speaking and even if you do like this free like speaking for free or somebody's group or something like that you can now start gathering those questions that your audience is going to answer and then take those answers and i mean i was going to ask and then take those answers and put them right on your website that's the start right having the right answers to the questions and then you can go in and say okay i see this is the question let me do some keyword research and find better words to go with that question but the question is still what the question is, what question was. And I'll I'll give you an example of that. When I first started, one of my first big SEO sites was a site called Online Boutique Source. When I first started that site, and I did that site because I was into e-commerce, I knew how to code for e-commerce and stuff. I was looking at e-commerce, online retail, online stores, all these words that we all use to describe online boutiques, right? Once I've dug a little bit deeper into the tools, I use two tools, um, Ubersuggest and Longtail Pro. And once I started using the tools to get some numbers behind it, I saw that online boutiques was a gold mine of keywords that were out there that people weren't spending, paying a lot of attention to. Cause you want to look at both of those. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to say, okay, my f- people are asking, you know, how do I get started with an online store? Now I can say, how do you get started with an online boutique? It's the same thing. It's actually just more specific. And when I really dug deeper, boutiques were closer to who I was working with anyway. They sold clothing and jewelry and stuff like that. So then I could just flip in that 
that better research keyword into something that I already know and create that content. And, and that's one of the things that helps the sites boom. So there's all you know, stuff, there's steps to this, but I definitely think it pays to understand some of that yourself before you bring in someone else. I love that. I love that. And when you are more strategic, it's going to lead to more efficiency, more productivity, and then more growth in your business. When you're wailing around, like in my head, I'm thinking about SpongeBob's arms kind of wailing around, right? Um, if you're wailing around without that clarity, you could waste thousands of dollars. And we want to make sure that our speakers are savvy, that they're building generational wealth, that they're able to make an impact. And they also can have the team members that they're bringing in or the contractors that they're bringing in really maximize their growth in a way that it brings more joy into your life. And when you don't have that clarity, when you're confused, you're not sure who it is that you can serve, it could lead you down a path of not really fulfilling your legacy and your purpose because you've just inundated with overwhelm and not really strategically moving in the direction you need to move. Absolutely. Mm -hmm, absolutely. All right. Well, I want you to please share how people can continue to learn from you because I think it's so important that they get in touch with you, they be able to learn from you and uh, really start that process of understanding SEO. So as they're continually building out their thought leadership and their content, they're building out things where it can support them for the long run. Yes. So um, the best way to find me is to Google me. <laughs> always got to throw that in there, right? Um, but yes, definitely you can Google Akilah Tonkins Robinson. My business is Girl Get Visible. So you can go to the website. I'm Girl Get Visible everywhere. So I'm Girl Get Visible on every social platform. And I, I'll tell you now, I use my social platforms to really engage and to help to further educate, not necessarily to bring people in because they come in, they come in other ways, which is what you want. And then we engage and get to know each other on social. So definitely come on over to my Instagram um, or listen to my podcast, which is also the Girl Get Visible podcast podcast, but girl give is what everywhere. <laughs> and you can, um, you can learn more about me, interact with me, engage with me and stuff like that. Um, also I have a freebie. I don't know if you wanted to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. All right. So <laughs> I do have a freebie. If you're thinking back to our, one of our first questions, like, what do I write about? I put together a list of 101 blog post ideas that you can just get started with. And they're mostly in the form of questions. Cause I like a good question. Right. <laughs> and they'll just help you with what do I, what do I write about? What are some of the things that I know people are searching for? And you can just plug in your industry and get some information about that. And so if you go to girlgetvisible.com slash get ideas, you'll be able to get that list and get started. Oh, wonderful. Listen, before we started this recording, I told Akila how honored I was she was on here and you have laid out so much gems today. I'm definitely going to be re-listening, taking my notes because <laughs> this girl needs to get more visible. Okay. But I appreciate everything that you've shared and the time that you've taken to be on our show today. Well, thank you. And thank you again for having me. Sorry. Absolutely. Bye. Wow. 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 That was amazing. And as Akila was sharing with us, I was thinking, whoo, there's so much work I need to do. But I really want to emphasize exactly what she shared with us today. We're all a work in progress. So I want you to take a moment to grab one or two pearls that she shared, get her freebie if you needed, 
listen to her podcast and look at ways in which you can leverage your content to amplify your brand. One of the biggest things that we have to work on as speakers is making sure we get visible, making sure that we're very clear on who it is that we serve and how we serve them and not being afraid to take up space. If you're ready to uplevel your speaking career, please reach out. We would love to help you create your signature talk and also get you to a place where you are curating a strong business foundation so that you can continue to make an impact in the lives of the audience that you serve. All right, I'll see you all until next time. Bye-bye.